Hello and welcome to February 2nd, 2024 edition of the Sports Ethos NBA Today podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Taylor, also known as It's Orange Baby or Orange DFS. And I'm here solo tonight since um, Ramiz is out with a little bit of a sore throat right now. I'm also not feeling 100%, but Let's just dig right into this nine-game, interesting um, NBA slate. Um, started with the point guard position. I'm I'm just gonna keep it simple with the spend up. Um, gonna go with Curry against Memphis. Um, the little GG revenge game that he's gonna be going up against. But outside of that, Curry's game been um, pretty solid for the past two weeks. Um, what was it? Had 40 in the little Philly game, 40 in the little Lakers game, um, 30 against Sacramento. Forgot who he played after that, but he's been pretty solid um, these past two weeks. And I see that continuing into the All-Star break as well. Um so it will be a little chalky, 9-4, probably going to have around 15% ownership. But I do feel like it will be it'll, it'll be safe for cash, something you can run in GPPs as well. Um, yeah, not, not much more to really say about it. Um, hopefully he will get the regular amount of minutes. Um, but outside of that, pretty safe play pretty chalk going a little bit cheaper in the point guard position i'm, I'm actually gonna run bradley bill against atlanta uh should be a high scoring matchup his assist rate's been pretty solid lately uh if you're able to get his uh assist prop at five five point five that might be an that, that might be worth a grab uh four point five five point five Something something that would be worth a play. Um real question is how many field goal tips will he get? Um since the last time he played a horrible defense, uh might have been some injuries to it, but he had twenty shots up against uh Miami. Going up against a team who, you know, spelled defense with a O. I really don't see how he won't get 15 shots up in in this game. Um, won't really. I don't know if he's really gonna get to the line in this game though. Um, uh, but he should get you a couple of rebounds. Should get you five assists. And if he's able to get a shot going and he's willing to take them, that should be an easy 35-45 DK point game for six five. On somebody who probably won't be the highest owned player on the nine game slate. So that's the mid tier route I'm going to be going. And for the GPP only route, the boom or bust route, I'm actually going to go into what I think is going to be one of the uglier games on this nine game slate. That's the San Antonio New Orleans game. I'm actually going to take a shot on Blake Wesley for my um, GPP lineup at three sets. 
Um, wow. Minutes wise, you never know what you're gonna get with them. Um, production wise, you never know what you're gonna get from them. But he's somebody that, if this game gets out of hand, he should be able to produce some um, out of nowhere stats in the fourth quarter get you maybe like four assists out of nowhere, hit a three-pointer for you, maybe even get you a still or two. So he's somebody with the ability to get you 12 DK points in a quarter, especially if this is a blowout. So depending on which New Orleans teams we get, this could be leaning towards blowout. So I will throw Blake in and my GPP for that reason. Definitely do not use this in cash games. GPP only. Moving on to the shooting guard position. Again, there's a couple routes you can go here, especially on a uh, nine-game slate. But I'm just going to keep it simple. I use Bill as my point guard position, and somebody who I will run with and well on him is um, Devin Booker. For 9-9, again, a player with the potential to get you 75 draft king points less than 10K uh, against one of the, if not the worst defensive team in the past 10 years in the NBA. I, I don't see why I would not load up on that. And I do think the public will be loading up on that as well. So he will be chalky. 15, 25% ownership, depending on what type of contest you're in. Definitely somebody you're going to see in most cash games. GPP-wise, you're still going to see a little bit about it, about them since, trust me, this is a chalky spot. This game total is going to be ridiculous. I only see the total climbing um, going into the game as well. Um, Yeah, not much more to say about that. Um, mid-tier play, this is kind of odd. I, I, I typically don't really do this. Like, I have two plays, same price, same game, same team. Um, My mid-tier is going to be either Hero or Rosier. I'm leaning towards Hero as a cash game play. Do see him being a little bit more chalkier than Terry Rosier. Rosera might be more of a GPP play, but I really don't mind flipping them around either. I really do see ownership being maybe a little bit higher on Hero, but not too drastically higher. Both of them are in pretty good spots playing against Washington, and their minutes is more than secured. Um, yeah, not, not much more to say about them. Um, pretty chalky. Nothing really crazy. Going to see a lot of people on both of these players. Um, don't know if I will run both in the same lineup, though. Um, I'm, I'm more willing to run um, Bill and Booker together. I don't really see myself running too many lineups with both Hero and Rosier playing. <laughs> Going with the cheapy. Man. Um, if Hermes was here, he, he, he would probably have a little bit more insight on this play than me. But I'm going with the Ricky himself. Um, Grady going up against Houston. I really don't like the matchup 
but I do like the minutes he's been getting. I'm kind of bamboozled that he played 20, 25 minutes against Chicago and couldn't get a shot attempt up. And Houston, their defense, perimeter defense, been pretty decent. Don't allow too many three pointers, but I, I, I feel like you give him twenty four minutes. I, I really don't see him doing a repeat of taking zero shots again. Um, he should be able to get you at least um, four or five three pointer attempts. Um, c- could get you a couple of rebounds, a couple of assists if he's on the floor. Don't really fail too often. Um, well, from what I've seen him play, he don't really fail too often. No, he had a little bit of James Harden trouble against Clippers, but he's somebody who could stay on the floor if he gets minutes. And especially if R.J. Barrett is out, I really don't see his minutes dipping below 20-25 range. So for a GPP play, maybe even a cash game play for 3-4, I really don't see too many better plays than um, Grady on this slate right now uh with the news that's out moving on to the small forward position i'm going back to toronto um definitely a cash game play somebody whose gpp is valuable as well and that's going to be scotty barnes for 9k um trust me if rj is out that ownership will be in a 15 percent own plus range but He's been, he's kind of been given the green light. Didn't really show up on it too often just yet. But I do feel like his performance is only going to edge a little bit up before it actually get a little bit more down. Um, do feel like his rebounding might go up a little bit soon. Um, kind of scary that his rebound numbers actually went down so much ever since the Occam trade, but. Hey, what can you do? Um, a month ago, he was somebody who was getting you a triple-double, and now you're wondering, like, will he give me five rebounds? Been great for props playing the under, but when it comes to fantasy, you've been losing a good amount of um, production out of him. Um, so I really do feel like the spot seems decent. If RJ's out, ownership will be high. But I do feel like this could be a double-double spot for him. Moving on, going a little bit cheaper, possibly a little bit more chalkier. Um, it's Jonathan Kaminga at six two. Um, not too much to really say about him other than he asked for minutes and actually started getting these minutes. Going up against a depleted Memphis team, I really don't see how he won't be contributing in the scoring for the Warriors, especially with the role and the uses he's been given recently. Um, rebounds always going to be uh, here or there with him. Um, never really know what you're going to get out of him when the, when it comes to rebounds. But when it comes to raw points, he's he will get you 20 points. Um, outside of that, can't really tell you what he will bring outside of a still or two. But Hopefully you get 35 DK points out of him um, on S2 price tag. Ride of ownership, definitely play him in your cash game. And if you like, fade him in GPPs. Going cheap. <sighs> you see, this is this is me going with my little clipper bias. 
Um, Amir Coffee, man, three five. Going up against the Detroit Pistons in what could be a game that will be deemed over by the first half. I, I really do see him getting into a situation where he should get 24 minutes. And while on the floor, if this is a blowout, especially in the fourth quarter, he will have the ability to get you 10 actual points. So he's really point dependent, might get you a couple three-pointers. But going against Detroit, I'm taking my chances of calling this game a blowout and giving him a little bit more run than normal. So 15 natural points for Mill might convert into 18, 24 DraftKings points at 3-5 on a nine-game slate. Those are the things that you need. And I'm comfortable playing him in both um, GPP and cash. Moving on to power forwards. You see, this is a position I I need to be a little bit cheaper on. You, you know, um, I like these 9K players and all these other spots. Eventually, I had to go a little cheaper, and I felt like power forward will be the position I will be going cheap on on this slate. Um, Kyle Kuzma might be my biggest spin up at the power forward position against this Miami matchup. Um, I, I typically don't like playing players on the Wizards, but given the players that I think who will be chalked in this position, you could potentially get Kuzma at a loan ownership. So under that little 10% mark in your GPPs, and he does have the potential to get you a double-double in this matchup and could end with anywhere from 40 to 50 DraftKings points. And for 7-7, seven, seven, I'm, I'm never going to say no to that, uh, especially on this type of slate. I'm going mid-tier. I'm, I'm going back to a game that I feel like it's going to be pretty ugly. Um, and I don't think too many players will be on to Jeremy Shohan in this matchup. I, I do feel like this is a spot where he could get you a double-double. Um, want to say he had double-double against, ah, oh man, who they play? It wasn't Washington. Uh, on that East Coast trip, had a double-double against somebody. Oh, Orlando. Um, little 20-10 and 10 game. And he does have blocks of steel potential. Ever since he stopped being the point guard for the team, he, he won't get you too many assists, but He's in a decent spot in a game that could be pretty ugly. And if it does stay close, I feel like he will be one of the contributed pieces and one of the pieces who will be on the floor um, if the game is close or if the game get out of hand. The only thing that will keep him off the floor is if he get a little handsy and need to take some time off the court. Now, going with this last position, there there's a couple routes I was thinking, but it's just like, man, this is probably like the one spot I don't want to go super flyer cheap. Um, and I'm actually gonna go into oh man, how much is GG Jack? The cheapest I would go would probably be GG Jackson 
or since it was a back-to-back, they are playing Sacramento. I might have some interest in um, Jalen Smith as my cheapie, but that's only if I hear some news on players sitting out. But as of right now, um, Gregory Jackson, 5-1. Let's see if he can, you know, reenact this um, career performance he had against Golden State. Definitely just going to be a GPP play. Don't really see myself having too much shares of him. And I do feel like he he will be a little bit more popular than um than he actually should be on this um nine game slate since you know the whole GG versus Steph round two. Um, but outside of that, let's end it on the final position. Let's go to centers. And man, I really don't get how you can't go chalk and go with the. Ted four spot for Sabonis going up against Indiana on a back-to-back. Um, you could talk yourself out by saying, hey, it's a back-to-back. This could be a game that would be out of hand pretty early, but man, um, revenge game for Sabonis going back to Indiana. I, I don't know. I, I, I like it. I feel like he's going to be, you know, a little bit demoralized by not getting that uh all-star reserve i i really i really do love the narrative going into this game so um sabonis for 10-4 going up against indiana what could be the highest score game on the slate man if this stay close this could be a potential triple double for sabonis so since we don't have Jokic on the slate um Sabonis might be one of these um few centers to get your sissy draft king points on this slate. Um going mid-tier. I'm also gonna go with another um all-star snub. Um uh, Rudy Gobert. I know that's probably gonna be the most popular opinion of the all-star snubs, but I really do feel like he should have made the overall cat. But going up against Orlando, I really do feel like he's in a decent spot. Should get you 13, maybe 11 points, a couple blocks. Um, feel like this is a nice setup for a 40, 50 DraftKings point night, especially at 7K. And I don't see his ownership being too high. Um, typically people don't want to roster players against Orlando. I, I don't know if it was because of the hot start to the season they had. I really don't know, but I, I do feel like this is a nice little quiet 40 point draft king point night out of him for 7k. Now going with the GPP only play. Yeah, I guess you could call it that GPP only play. If you feel like, you know, you need to be as different as possible, I will go back to the ugliest game on the slate to me. Go with somebody who was on, uh, what's he on G League night? I want to say he was on G League at night. I'm going with Dominic Barlow uh, for 3-4 in this New Orleans-San Antonio game. Again, GPP only. 
Um, definitely play with caution. And honestly, even if the dude get playing time, he could have fell out in about two or three minutes. But during the summer league, they actually played him a lot with Wimby. And he, he actually looked pretty decent playing with Wimby. Um, again, you don't know what the minutes are going to be. But he is a nice little high-energy play. Could get you a couple of rebounds. And he honestly could get you a sneaky 20 DraftKings points if he gets uh, 16 to 22 minutes. So that's how I'm looking at this slate early again. Things will always change. And since change always happens, these lineups are always changing. The Sports Ethos DFS Pass is the best place to get this information. Um, yeah. Outside of that, hopefully we can take down this slate. You can follow me on Twitter at whatever you want to call it, at Orange DFS, talking about all levels of basketball. This past Tuesday, we, we killed on Euro League, end up doing the little sits for sits on the picks. 25 Edson. Um got some really good games um in the Euro League coming up tomorrow. Um not too sure who's playing in um women's college basketball tomorrow, but we have a nice little Saturday slate coming up. Um outside of that, let's get this money. And on to this slate. Latest.